Hey everyone, uh, it's Ruben again. Thank you so much for all your support on my very first podcast. This is the second one that I'm ever going to do, and it's going to be about my adventures in Dusseldorf and Cologne. In Those are cities in Germany, so uh, I'm excited to talk to you about my adventures there. I want you guys to know that in this podcast, this episode two, I'm going to be talking about sex. Um, I am not going to give you details about what went down as far as the sexual actions that happened. I just want you to know that we will be discussing it during this podcast. Also, I want you to know that I will be bringing up some more personal issues of mine about my body dysmorphia and how it makes me feel at certain points. I think it's important for you guys to uh, get to know what it is to be someone who has body dysmorphia. And And I think I have it pretty seriously, so... I think you will enjoy this uh, episode of my podcast, and um, I will start uh, right now. So thank you. And a lot of big things. So much thanks. So, so, so much. I'm so grateful for all of you listening, and I had a bigger turnout than what I was expecting. And so much love. Thank you for supporting me. Love you. To start this podcast, I want to kind of explain the situation that I was in when I went to Cologne and Dusseldorf. So, uh, during the summer of 2018, I was doing online work and I was working for a company. I'm not sure if I should say it, so I'm not going to. But I met a Korean man, a South Korean man, on the website. Me and him got along fabulously. We did lessons every single day he was learning so much english i was so proud of him and so he eventually was like hey i'm doing this month-long trip in europe and i would really love it if you came and uh taught me english throughout the whole time that i was here in europe and for me at that point i was like um i don't know this seems a little bit fishy you know like i just know you online i don't know you in person so i I i'm not sure if i should do it so a couple weeks went by and i haven't given him an answer but at this point in my life guys i was living paycheck to paycheck in madrid i was only making 600 dollars a month it was so hard for me i was i was paying 400 in rent i had a credit card payment i was i was desperate i was very desperate for money and um fortunately i had my mother to help me but i i spoke to the the man again and i was like okay listen i would love to do the europe trip but i i really i I, unfortunately i can't because i have all these bills to pay and i have all this stuff to do and he was like listen you come with me for the month i pay for everything travel food living and then at the very end i will pay you a thousand dollars to just for you know spending all that time with me and i know you're a little bit stressed right now with money and so i said okay great i really appreciate it that puts things for me in more perspective and so he was like okay so are you down to go and i said yes (laughs) yes i very much am and then about three or four hours later he sends me a message on the website he's like okay so our first stop is warsaw poland 
buy your plane tickets, head out there, and we could start our month-long trip in Europe, and you could start teaching me English, and we can we can do this, you know. I he he at this point spoke English really well, but he wanted to be more an advanced level, and so I was like, great. I will do that for you. I will get your English up a ton. You know, you're going to be with me 24-7. We're going to do this. And so that is kind of just how we started this trip, okay? So the the routes we took, we started in Warsaw. We went down to Prague, all the way up to Berlin. Berlin down to Dusseldorf and Cologne. From Cologne, Dusseldorf, we went down to Luxembourg City. Luxembourg City, we went to Brussels uh, and then Bruges and then down to Paris, from Paris to London, London up to Edinburgh, Edinburgh to Glasgow, Glasgow up to St. Andrews, and then we finally finished down in Manchester because the flights were cheaper to fly out from there to, for, instead of Edinburgh or Glasgow to go to Madrid, and he was going to Bologna, Italy. And so, yeah, that is kind of how I ended up in Dusseldorf, Cologne, because it's a place that I've never thought I would visit in a million years. But uh, it ended, it started, and yeah, so we're going to start, like, roughly in the middle of my trip. I was thinking about doing these things in order, but I was like, you know what? It would be more fun if I just pulled out of the of my little bowl thing and um <laughs> and just do it randomly so we're gonna start off in the trip uh, i'm letting you know right now this is the halfway mark i want to say so i was i was a little bit uh irritated at this point i had just spent half a month with one person 24 7 okay imagine that a man who came directly from korea who had completely different culture than me completely different language and we just had to deal with all of this culture mm, crap on top with being in countries we've never been to before and having to deal with the outside culture so at this point i was exhausted i was stressed but i would not change this time of my life for any other one so i hope you guys are ready to start my trip to cologne and dusseldorf so here we are going in from berlin we took a train first class by the way i remember him being like listen if we're gonna take anything longer than two hours we need to do a first class and i was like oh yeah we gotta do first class let's get this man let's get this money anyway so <clears throat> we're on here on this first class train heading to a place i've never even thought about before dusseldorf and in dusseldorf i didn't know anything really about it so we're here on this train and we notice um this train is not going to dusseldorf it's going to end up in cologne so but but our tickets we're on the right seats we're in the right uh train and we're just like what is going on and they they've been doing announcements this whole time but they were in german 
does anyone know German? Does the Korean man know German? Does Ruben know German? No, nobody, ain't nobody here speak German. So when the ticket guy was walking past and we were halfway about halfway there or a little bit more, I was like, uh, yo, ticket man, like, what's going on? Like, we are going to Dusseldorf, and this this is a train directly to Dusseldorf. And he goes, haven't you been listening? There was a detour where you guys need to stop in Cologne, and then from Cologne go down to Dusseldorf on a different train. And I was like, well, do you see? And I was like, no, first of all, I wasn't mean. <laughs> I'm trying to be all hood here. Nah, man. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak German. And he's like, oh, you're right. We didn't do the English as well as the German. That was our fault. We're sorry. And I was like, no, actually, it was our fault because we're in your country and we don't speak German. And that's just how things go. We're sorry, you know. And he's like, okay, so what's going to happen is you go down to Cologne and then Cologne, you switch down to a train to go to Dusseldorf. I was like, cool. Cologne, Dusseldorf, a two for one. Great. So we're on our way to Cologne and we finally get there. We were only there maybe two hours, which is why I decided to do a Dusseldorf Cologne because I didn't really do much in Cologne. Okay. What I did in Cologne was we went outside the train station and there was this beautiful beautiful tower thing uh i don't exactly know what it's called i'm gonna google search it right now but it was it was like um it was this tower thing was completely black and it was absolutely gorgeous it i felt like it was like handmade like barbed wires and it was right next to the train station it was it was this tall black old building that was just right outside you could see it there was like extraordinary uh, architecture and it was absolutely beautiful they had flags out in front of it right next to the train station so that's what we did we went out we looked at this building and it was gorgeous i which is why i thought you know i'm gonna put this in the podcast i need to explain to you how beautiful this <laughs> building is so um, the building is actually a cathedral, and it is called the Colnerdom. Uh, and it was, you guys should Google search it. It actually kind of reminds me of a building I saw in Prague, but this one's just more elongated. But it's a, it's a cathedral, and it was absolutely gorgeous. And so we went out, we looked at it, we're like, okay, cool, like, this is great. We need to find the, the platform station. So we came back into the train, and now we're heading to Dusseldorf. So we waited out about an hour, and um, it was nothing spectacular. All right time in cologne was very minimal it was gorgeous it was beautiful uh if you go take pictures send it to me because <laughs> i was only at that tower thing and the train station and i think they call in germany the train station's called the Hofbahnfurt. <laughs> don't quote me but yeah so that was my time in cologne it was very short just like this little part of the podcast uh nothing eventful really happened to me there i just saw this beautiful building and it was really great i have no complaints so 
there's that. Also, um, we we were traveling first class, but this train was like a local train because Dusseldorf was only 20 minutes away. So my uh, my friend was kind of com- complaining. He was just like, oh man, like we paid for first class and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, well, you know, we just, at this point, you know, we're going to make it in 20 minutes. We don't need first class. We're, we're, good. we're good. We're fine. And he was like, you know what? We are fine. I I think me and uh, the Korean man, he, when we first met, he was really more uptight and just acted like more like a rich man. But, you know, this is halfway through the trip. And I remember in Prague or in uh, Poland, I don't remember, one of the two, he looked at the way that I took pictures and he was like, you make, you have so much facial expression in your pictures. Like, wow, like I can't change my face. You know, in Korea, uh, we do things a certain way. You know, we're from an Asian background. Like we literally, you know, we can't show emotions the way that you do. And I would really love to live life the way that you're living it. And so he was like, just like, teach me your mannerisms, teach me how you are, teach me your, your carefree ways, because I'm always stressed. And, and so I know, like, he has a lot of money, you know, he's, he's very wealthy Korean man. And for him to kind of humble himself to me and and make him seem more human was very nice because for me before i met him he was just this like super rich guy who is gonna take me around europe and i'll teach him english but one thing i wasn't expecting was i got to know him i got to really like him and i got to see the the good the bad and the ugly about him and there's some more stories about him probably uh, when i talk about Prague. but for right now just know that he he's learning to be more um you know more carefree about things and it was it was really i really appreciated him you know looking up to me in that sort of way looking at me and being like wow you know i really like the way you're living life you're amazing you you have a great smile but on the contrary there were times where he was like you need to focus you need to you know set your goals you need to do this you need to do that and i got annoyed at some point about that because i was just like wow but i at a certain point he really helped me out. He really helped me set my goals and he really helped me kind of grow into who I am today. And man, I learned so much from him and he learned so much from me and it was great. So yeah, just a little bit about him and he'll be in a bunch of my other stories. So we'll get down to that uh, when I get to it. So um, anyways, that is my time in Cologne. All right, so we've finally arrived to Dusseldorf, and uh, I remember the first thing I saw was, I want to see a bridge, and it was this super long bridge over this, like, shallow river. I think at that point, they might have been having a trout or something, because I saw the waterline, and it wasn't anywhere near where the waterline should have been, but... It was this quaint little cute city. We went out, we we got a, a little taxi and he, it took us all the way to our apartment. And it was kind of out there, but this apartment guys, it was on the top floor. Uh, 
big living room. I got my own room. He got his own room. We got our own bathrooms. And it was gorgeous. This man um, took us up there. He was actually gay, him and his partner. Um, but I, you know, didn't know he was gay. Like, whatever. Because obviously you don't just go and be like, I'm gay, you know? <laughs> Not like me. I'm just like, hey, I'm gay. <laughs> no, I actually saw him and his partner on Grinder later. And so that's how I knew they were gay. Uh, but anyways, besides the point, they took us up. They showed us this was an Airbnb. He, the Korean man, only wanted to say Airbnb. He's like, two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Like, that's how it has to be. And I was like, perfect. Like, I am not complaining about that. So we get up into the apartment beautiful everything was remodeled everything was brand new we went i went out to the balcony it was a forest it was full of green there was fireflies there was it was like something out of a dream i remember just being out there being in awe like what the heck like i i at this point i felt really fortunate about where i was and how i was you know what was happening in my life you know not a lot of people get the opportunity that i am getting at this point and so i was out there on the balcony i was just looking out there and i was like this is absolutely gorgeous this this is this is europe this is why i'm here and so you know it had this greenery and this beautiful everything everything about it was beautiful so um then we decided to go get some food we got some some traditional german food that was there and so we were just out there you know chilling <laughs> and that was it for the first day the second day we went out and you know we started uh looking around the city we started walking around we walked around so much and it was fine you know i loved it i love walking we were just walking we crossed the bridge it was beautiful and um so we he was very much into museums so much into museums i'm not very into museums but he was into museums girl oh my gosh so in every single city we went to like three museums and dusseldorf was not different but one thing i do love about the dusseldorf museum was it was modern it was amazing it was like they had this dark room with like spiders in it where you can go see the webs that they made and they, they made it into art and there was uh these picture frames of these girls and i this was probably my favorite museum that i went to with him and i went to a lot of museums girl i went to so many museums with him god <laughs> but this one was probably one of my top if not my most favorite museum that we went to go visit and so we went up into this uh the top floor of the museum and they had these nets everywhere okay um and so all of these nets you could get in like you can put on this harness and get inside the net and you were on top of the whole building and you could look down and you're walking on chains and he was like he was really terrified of heights and he was like i i don't know if i can get up there uh, but you know i really would like to you know and so i was like listen i'll go and get up there first and then i'll help you he's like perfect so i put on all of the gear and i went in there and i was like look it's not bad so i gave him the strength to get up on that thing but girl i was terrified <laughs> it was like i'm gonna fall i'm gonna break my back i'm gonna die this thing it's like eight stories so <laughs> i was up on this uh 
this net thing. I was like, look at me. I'm doing great. So he gets up here and then he's like walking. He's like, this is really scary. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> this is scary. And so we just walked around up there for a little bit. It was an amazing museum. I think it was called the Modern Arts Museum of Dusseldorf. If you're ever there, they have, there is a university there. So uh, study abroad, maybe get get that study abroad life done, girl. You got it. Anyways, so we went around to the university in the town. There was these bunch of like intricate little streets. Uh, and there was this big, huge, long streets full of food, full of bars. And we were there. Um, this, we were there and we went over. And um, it was really great. You know, I, 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 this was probably one of my favorite cities I've ever been to. And so we were on this little market on the street. We went walking towards the river. There was another river. We went to like a shopping center. It was really, really cool. And he was like, at some point, he was like, okay, you know, like someone was telling me about these. Um, and he like tries to come up with the word in English. He's like, okay, ah. And I was like, what? And he's like, ah. And I'm like, okay, let me think. Is it like ethnic food? And he's like, yeah, 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 like food that is you know i'm not german i was like kebabs and he's like yeah yeah kebabs he's like i hear german germany has really good kebabs and i was like yeah they do so we went around and we found a kebab shop and i looked at him i was like those are kebabs those that's what you want so we went we grabbed one and we sat down and his face no joke was like so full of pleasure when he was eating his little kebab he was like nom, 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 mm. and i was like it's good no and he's like it's amazing but then eventually his friends texted him and were like yo kebabs are not healthy for you you should not be eating kebabs and i was like come on let's let's not like pretend here like all of the food we eat is not healthy <laughs> anyways so that was the one and only time we had kebab and it was in Dusseldorf but it you know I had with him an amazing time in Dusseldorf okay this this part of the trip it wasn't very it wasn't full of tension um it was we were a little bit annoyed of each other we had just spent every day together he got got mad at me because he's like you're not speaking to me enough and i'm like i there's and i was like I, there's only so much i could talk to you about in a single day i can't keep asking you everything and like walking around like i can't keep speaking 24 hours of the day you know that's really hard for me and so we were kind of in like a you know we were, we were just having relationship problems <laughs> He wanted me to speak more and I wanted to speak less, you know? But um, ultimately, Dusseldorf was a good time for us. Um, but I was pretty annoyed. Like, I was just like, I need some time to myself. I need, you know, like, I, I got a little bit of time to myself in Berlin. And in Poland, I had my own hotel room. But, like, in, I haven't had time to myself in, like, two weeks and so i was just like okay i need to go out so um later that night it was thursday night it was the night uh we were there for three days and so i i kind of bunched up a bunch of days in there so it was thursday night and um i was at we were back in our apartment and he and i he has like a strict sleep schedule that he goes that he follows he's like in bed by like 10 and i'm like perfect <laughs> so we had two separate rooms his was by 
the 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 entrance door and the bathroom and mine was a little bit further out so what i did was i waited for him to fall asleep and i he he snored too so it was kind of perfect it was like a perfect indication for me to to get out of the house and so i am on my phone frantically i'm like okay let, let's get this gay bar on like i want to go meet gays here i want to make friends i want to do something by myself and meet guys meet other people have some fun and so uh that's exactly what i did i was google searching <laughs> I was Google searching uh, gay bars there, and there was three of them or something. And because it's a smaller city, it's like Salt Lake. Shout out. Um, anyways, <laughs> there's like three gay bars, and so um, I looked at one of them. It was Queens with a Z, so you know Queens. <laughs> and I was like, "That's it. That's the one I'm going to." And so I get, I like pack up my nice clothes for uh, also i forgot to mention the next day at 7 a.m we had the no 5 6 i think it was 6 a.m i had a train to uh i want to say the it was luxembourg city okay so i was in dusseldorf and we were like um i was ready to go like the next day to go to uh pro i'm sorry luxembourg city and so i was just like okay you know how am i gonna do this um you know i'm I'm gonna stay out till three that's it like i can't do anymore i can't spend too much time out here whatever my grander has been blowing up like i can't meet up with these guys and this guy was kind of and, and one of the guys was persistent and i'll get into that a little bit later and so uh, I was like, whatever. I am out here in Dusseldorf, uh, back by three, it'll be good. So I went out, I called an Uber. Um, oh wait, the whole sneaking out thing. So I waited till he was asleep, right? So he was, I, I heard him snoring from the other bedroom. I, I held my shoes in my hand, I was wearing socks and I was dressed real cute. You know, I was going out with the gaze, whatever. And I was sneaking out, I was like tiptoeing tiptoeing in my is that a song anyways so i was tiptoeing and i uh i i remember twisting the doorknob doorknob and it was just so loud and i was like so it slow so 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 opened closed the door bam this bitch was out So now I'm outside this door, right? So I have to make it to go down. So I'm down. I'm walking. Tiptoe, tiptoe. I'm just so ever so quietly. I do not need him to hear me right now. I make it down to about the second floor and I book it. I start running. I'm like, if I get caught now, then whatever, like it happened. And so I run out the door, close the door. Um, and I don't think I ever explained why I um, needed to uh, sneak out. It's because I, he wanted to come with me wherever I went. And so if he want, if I wanted to have a late night out, he wanted to be there. And I don't mind it. 
but I wanted to spend some time with the gays, you know? And I wasn't that comfortable telling him I was gay at this point because, well, I don't know how other people react to him. He pays me. It just wasn't something I needed to deal with. So I was like, I'm going to sneak out. Anyways, I called my Uber, but I made sure it was about a little bit distance away, so I wasn't going to get caught. So I walk up to the Uber. The Uber drive to the city was like 20 euros. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, where's the money? <laughs> so uh, I was just like, I got there and I was like, well, I'll, I'll have to pay 20 euros to get back. Whatever. Like, I'm down here. Um, and so I'm in the Uber. And then I make it to Queens. I um, get out of the Uber. I walk in there. And the place is completely empty. There's like seven people in there. (laughs) And I'm like, cool, whatever. It's a Thursday night and I wanted a drink. So I went and I sat down and and ordered my first drink. I ordered two or three. There was this guy sitting next to me. And well, I was also on Grindr, by the way, during this whole time. I was talking to uh, a guy on there. And, um, so I was on there and I look over to the left and there's this another guy sitting by himself. So I was like, Hey, how are you? And we started to have this like great conversation while this was going on. I still was texting on Grindr. I was still, you know, I, I don't know what I was doing, but some guy kept like texting me and like, I want to come see you. Like we should hang out. Let's do this. It's your only night. Like, come on, come out. And I was just like, uh, like, I'm talking to this dude. And it wasn't that he was bothering me. It was just kind of like, uh. but anyways, eventually I cave in and I was like, okay, so I'm at Queens and he's like, I'm there. And I'm like, cool. One thing you should know is that his profile picture is like a shadow of him. It was, I, I didn't even know what this guy looked like. And so the guy that I'm talking to, we and him have this really long conversation. And it turns out he speaks Spanish. And I was like, cool. But he he had the most cute German Spanish accent. And I will I will never get over it. He actually um, turned out to be half German, half Venezuelan, which was wild to me. I was just like, what? in the world i'm here in germany i'm chilling i'm hanging out and i run into another venezuelan and i was just in awe i was like what and he's like yeah my mom's venezuelan my dad's german and you know we they made me and i'm here and i was just like what that is so cool that i could be halfway around venezuela the and uh, uh, still run into someone from there. That was like the least thing that I was expecting. So anyways, me and this dude are kind of vibing. Like, low-key, we was vibing. So we'll call him Stormy. Okay, he had a really German name. And it has to do with Stormy. I wonder if you guys can figure it out. Um, Anyways, so Stormy and I, we were just like having like the conversation of our lives. And all of a sudden, I get this notification on Grinder, And I was like, yo, Stormy, I have this dude coming and I, you know, I don't know what he looks like and whatever. And so I look at the Grinder message and sure enough, it was the guy from Grinder, And he goes, hey, 
I'm here. I'm wearing a cap. And I look over, because at this point there's like 10 people in here. So I look over to the right side and I see him. This beautiful cap wearing, half Polish, half German, the beautiful man with these green eyes to die for. And I was like, ooh, sorry story, but like, ooh. <laughs> no 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 but like uh for real i was just like oh i was like kind of awestruck because i didn't know what this guy was gonna look like and i wasn't expecting him to be as cute as he was and so i was just kind of taken aback so i look at him and i go hey are you uh wolfgang and he goes yeah yeah it's me i'm wolfgang and i was like oh hey nice to meet you uh, this is stormy stormy wolfgang and they started to talk in german and i was just there with my little drink like guten tag bish <laughs> anyways so um and then wolfgang goes looks at me and goes hey why aren't you at this party and i was like what are you talking about and he's like you haven't heard of it i'm like no i want to say it was called fun pop or something and he's like it's just the biggest gayest party that there is in dusseldorf it happens uh every third thursday of every third month and i was just like nah man like it i it could just be a possibility that i happen to be here on a thursday uh of the third month of the third week you know like whatever and so i was like are you sure and he's like yeah like every three months on a thursday the third thursday we have a big gay pop party and you are here for it and i was like man like it's already 1 a.m and i'm trying to get home at 3 a.m and he, and um wolf game goes no 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 don't worry like we'll get you home like like we will we will be done by 3 a.m i have work in the morning don't worry don't worry and so me wolfgang and stormy 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 i remember now i'm i'm like why is stormy such a familiar name to me well thank you kylie jenna anyways um so we are on our way to this uh love pop party i don't remember what it's called whatever so we're on our way and, and um we get in this line and he's like oh man like it's never been a line before it's gonna be like huge and so i was just like okay whatever we we walked for about 30 minutes to get there so at this point it's like 1 30 i was like it, and it was like a 15 year old entry and i was like is it worth it for an hour and a half and and um uh wolfgang was like yeah of course like it, it's totally worth it it's such an amazing party and i was like cool and um and so i was like okay like keep your cool ruben like whatever like you can afford 15 euros bish i'm poor i am broke like where is this money coming from it's coming from diosito himself like man so i'm here like uh okay like yeah 15 euros not a big deal but in my heart in my soul it was a big deal <laughs> and so i was there uh, we were just talking we were in line and we were just kind of like oh this will be fun whatever we got into the uh into the club we finally get in it's this big like uh 
old warehouse, okay? It's a huge warehouse. And on the outside, they have like sand, like a playground sand, I wouldn't say. And no, I think they had a full playground out there, now that I'm thinking about it. And so I was just like, dang, like we had a child, like <laughs> playground, but they will put like a whole fence around it. So yes, it was, it was a gay ground. <laughs> anyways all of the german gays were there oh my gosh so many cuties Uh, i can't like i was just in awe i was like this is cute like i love germany germany was cute and i love her and so i i'm really attracted to germans by the way that has been a thing ever since i watched a movie called fairfall and that was a movie about um two men that fall in love with each other and i was just like loving their accents and the way that they spoke german like i think german is such a sexy ass language like ooh anyways so all these german men speaking german around me and i was just like this is amazing so we go out and i'm like i'm gonna buy us a round of tequila who is she with what money who has that kind of money ruben didn't have that kind of money so i go and i bought everyone a shot of tequila and i was like well you're only in Dusseldorf once or twice in your life, whatever, man. <laughs> so I went and got me Wolfgang and uh, Stormy a shot. And I was like, I was already like feeling it. But after that shot, girl, she was on a good level. Okay. So then we start dancing. We're like at the front of the stage. We're dancing. They had a drag show in German. She was like, Guten Tag, Heisen, Feisen, Smasenfausen. And I was like, Yes, Queen, work. And she's like, Fasen, Hasen, Fusen, Fasen, Demi Lovato, Fasen, Fasen, Hasen, Ariana Grande. And I was like, Yes, Ariana Grande. Is she getting down to Into You by Ariana Grande? I'm getting down to Into You by Ariana Grande. I'm vibing. I'm feeling this place. Whatever. So, um, we, we out here, we out here in this little warehouse club, whatever, full of German gays. And, um, I was just filling my oats. I don't know. Like, I felt, I felt like a little Gia gun in there, you know, you know, fill my oats. <laughs> Anyways, so I was out there and I was like having a good time. I was dancing with, uh, Wolfgang and, um, Stormy. But I feel like Stormy backed off quite a bit because we were kind of vibing in the um, in the bar. But I I don't know. He was a little bit strange, in my opinion. Uh, but me and him to this day, we still talk every once in a while. We send each other messages. We're like, how are you? And me and Stormy are still good. Um, but um, I'll continue the story. Anyways, me and Wolfgang are just like dancing with each other and we're like filling each other up. And at some point, some other guy comes up and tries to dance with me. And uh, I think Wolfgang like kind of backed off a little bit. And I was like, nah, like the other guy was cute, though. Like, trust, like he he was a 10 like Wolfgang was an 8 but the guy that came up with me was a 10 and I was just like 
nah like me and wolfgang we have something this is a vibe we vibe and we out here we we came to this club together and i was like nah man like and like kind of like dance with him but danced him away you know you know what i'm talking about i think you ladies know what i'm talking about anyway so i kind of like uh danced him away and like shoo shoo like bye <laughs> and i continued dancing with wolfgang Anyways, 2.30, 2.45 comes around. I'm like, Wolfgang, I have to go. Like, 3 a.m. was my limit, and it's almost there. And he's like, oh, yeah, me too. I have to go. And so I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to take the public transport back or just get an Uber uh, from the closest distance. And he's like, okay, sounds good. I'll come with you. And so uh, Stormy stayed. Stormy decided, hey, I... I don't have work tomorrow like i ran into some friends over there like i'm gonna have a gay ass time and so um stormy bounced he's like all right i'm gonna stay i guess stormy stayed we bounced and so uh we start heading out of the club and we're on the street me and him we have some kind of wild connection like something that i like i thought was only uh only existed in movies like we were like bumping into each other we were um like almost holding hands whatever and so i was just like okay where's the best place for me to call an uber and then he's like no 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 don't call an uber i have uh i have this app where i can um just grab one of these random cars on the street and it's one of those like driving apps where he pays the certain amount of miles he drives and it's i think it's called smart to go or something regardless he's like i have this app um and i see that there's a car right there and he like he touched the app or something and it started blinking the car he's like look that's the car and i was like oh okay cool and he's like let me take you home and at this point i was like oh he trying to sleep with me you know and i was like okay like but you can't come into my apartment like if you take me home um it's like good night and he's like yeah don't worry whatever i'll take you home i was like cool so um he we get in this car and this car ride is my most unforgettable car ride in the history of my life we were down the streets he was going like 90 miles an hour pretty sure he was intoxicated but he didn't act like it i don't know i was a little sketched out but he was going like 90 miles an hour down these german streets and he um at one point we were just like listening to music because it connected to his ipod immediately and he like put on music and he's like yo have you heard the new sam smith song and i was like which one and he's like it's called promises so he puts it on and this was our song this was our jam and we were just dancing in the car i have a i have a little video of it of us dancing in this car and um, we were just like having like a blast we were having such an amazing time and it go and the song goes like you anything tonight and when that song goes to that point we were dancing i made no promises i can go anything tonight and when 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 that tonight came uh, we like we like looked at each other like tonight and we're just like ah man like it was amazing it was amazing car ride 
anyways um so we start driving and he's like you live really close to where i live and i was like oh really yeah he's like your airbnb's just down the street from me i'm like oh that's really cool like then you won't have any issues like getting back to your house and he's like no no not at all so uh we finally make it to the front of my house and i uh get out and we walk to the door and we haven't kissed or anything at this point so i walked to the door and he came out and started following me i was like oh he's sweet he's walking me to the door so we walk to the door and we get to the front of the door and i was like well i gotta go inside now and he's like okay and he like tries to come in with me and i was like i can't let you come in with me man like my boss is in there like if i i bring you home with me like that's a big no-no at this one it's like by the way it's like exactly 3 a.m and he's like come with me to my place then like i i thought i could come in and i was like what i told you before like you can't come in here and he's like i live up the street here like come come stay with me the night and i at this point was like oh no i can't i told myself at 3 a.m like i can't like i i absolutely can like i had a limit i made it home at that time limit and i i had to go i'm like cinderella like it's 12 a.m like i gotta go <laughs> like my pumpkin's here like damn girl anyways so um i he's like please like i really would like you to come like hang out with me at my place for a little while it's like you're in Dusseldorf right now i don't know when i'll see you again and so i was just like okay all right I'll come with you. So I get back in the car with him and we start jamming out and literally five minutes we're at his place. And so me and Wolfgang are just kind of chilling in his car and um I don't know exactly what we're doing <laughs> at this point. I just I remember I haven't kissed him at this point. And so we like parked and then I went into his place. And at this point, it was kind of pretty obvious like he was interested in me. Because I wasn't sure before. I was just like, eh, like whatever. Like he's going to take me home and like we're just friends. But it definitely was more than that. And so I went and laid in the bed with uh, Wolfgang. Uh, technically, he like undressed and like went into bed and he's like, come. I'm like, you don't have to tell me twice so i went into bed with him and then i laid next to him and then i looked at him and that's when we first kissed in his little german bedroom and we started to make out things got heated and i remember uh all of the stuff we did and then after uh we had finished doing the deed i went back to him and we were just laying down he he was so sweet at this point like he like wouldn't let me go he kept giving me kisses and he's like i am the luckiest man alive because i'm with you look at you you're so beautiful you're so sexy like I was not expecting tonight to go this way. I honestly thought you were too beautiful for me. Like you are just absolutely gorgeous. And I looked at him and I was like, really? I, this is where I, my body dysmorphia kind of screws things up for me. So I think my, 
the way that I see myself in my reflection and when I look in the mirror isn't a good thing. I always see myself as grotesque, really, really, really fat, like really fat. It's been an issue with me since ever since I can remember. And I just think like, oh, no one's going to love me looking like this. And so when people like him, like Wolfgang, say things to me like, oh my gosh, you are so sexy, you're so this, you're so that, it makes me uncomfortable because I don't feel that way. And I wish I did. But I, I've been working on it a lot recently. And it's really hard to explain what it is to have body dysmorphia because one minute I can look in the mirror and feel like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm killing it. The gym is doing things for me. And then another minute, like literally I can walk away, then walk back and be like, wow, what is this elephant doing here? Like who invited this person to the room? So it's just been a battle for me. And so when I when I when he said these things to me I just like was in disbelief because this guy was cute this guy was so cute like oh my gosh like I I couldn't believe it and so I just looked at him and I was like that thank you like you are beautiful too and you have these green eyes that I could just fall in love with forever like you are amazing and he's like thank you like but I, I just I just feel so fortunate I'm here tonight with you and this is amazing like I thank you like you're great I'm like thanks and so at this point it's like 5 30 in the morning and uh, we were just sitting there talking the whole night uh, just about everything about what he wanted to do about what I wanted to do about our futures he was moving to Australia in about six months and you know, I fell for him. I fell hard for this bitch. <laughs> and he apparently fell hard for me too. And so we were giving each other kisses the whole night. It was it was amazing. Um, now it's 5.30 a.m. And I told him, I was like, I really need to go. I have my alarm set to wake me up at six. I have a train to Luxembourg tomorrow. I, I need you to take me home. And he's like, okay. So we're on the way home, we're holding hands in the car. And when we get back to my place, he looks at me and he's like, I'm really sad that you're leaving. I wish I could spend more time with you. You are amazing and you're beautiful and you make me feel happy and I love being around you. Just tonight was amazing. And I looked at him and I was like, okay, I feel the same way. I know that when I'm done with this Europe trip, I'll have a whole week before I start my job in Madrid. So if you want, I can come back for a week. We can get to know each other better and uh, we can hang out and have time to ourselves. And he's like, I would love that. Please, like, I don't I don't want you to go. And I was like, I don't want to go either. Like, this is amazing. This is the first real connection that I've had here in Europe. That's a lie. It's the second real connection that I've had here in Europe. And I just, I wanted to get to know you better. And he goes, yeah, me too. And we'll plan it out later. So I give him one last kiss and I go back into my house. And then he leaves. I watch him leave. I go up to the bed. (laughs) Uh, I lay down. I close my eyes. Ring, ring, ring the alarm. (laughs) And I'm back up, putting on my stuff, 
going out and be like, let's go to Luxembourg City. And the Korean guy is just waking up. He didn't notice a thing. And we get in our taxi. We drive to the to the train station. We get on this train. We're on our way to Luxembourg. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. What happened to me and Wolfgang? So, um, not to get into too much details because it does go into Luxembourg a little bit. But I, we, he, well, he ultimately ended up ghosting me almost immediately after, about two days after, because he was getting like really distant with me, like not like short replies. And so I sent him a message. I said, hey, what happened? Like, are we okay? Like, am I still visiting you in Dusseldorf in a couple of weeks or, or what's happening? And he just cut me off completely. Um, we were following each other on Instagram and it was kind of shortly after that he, um, stopped looking at my stories and then just stopped following me altogether on Instagram. So I don't know. He was sweet and at the time seemed really interested in me, but his true colors came out when I left. And, um, I guess that's just how people are sometimes you they tell you things they make promises with you and then they and that they don't intend to keep so i'm sorry that this one ended kind of sad but um just i just think of it like i did that night was amazing that night was a once in a lifetime night where you fall in love you have sex you go partying you meet different people and then that's it it's a one night thing and that's all it needed to be i think i grew a lot from that experience he gave me kind of a confidence that i needed at that point so i absolutely appreciate him and i don't hate him i forgive him and i hope all goes well for him in australia now as far as stormy goes we still talking me and him we bros we bro hoes for life <laughs> and so yeah so that is my time in cologne and dusseldorf now what's next week's city let me go and grab my little bucket and uh i will let you guys know in a second So here I have my little basket and we'll see what the next city is going to be or cities. Sieges. Okay. So, all right. The next is a little beach town called Sieges that is really close to Barcelona. So, uh, I will see you guys next week for Sieges. Thank you so much for listening again. You guys really make my life like this so i really appreciate it and every single one of you i love you bye bye <laughs>